Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Yeah, hi. Hello. Hi. Hey. What? Oh no! <laughs> it's March Sadness. It's time for March Sadness. Remember last year where we picked all the saddest movies we could think of and then we watched them all back to back to back to back? Well, we hated it so much, we're doing it again. I was thinking earlier about how we were trying to decide on a Patreon movie for March Sadness and yeah. I was like, what did we do last year? And I was like, oh, we didn't have... We didn't have one a patreon yet so now we're we're gonna do five sad movies instead of just four (laughs) hooray at least there are only four weekends in march and we don't have to do yeah because every once in a while we get like oh there are five fridays this weekend this month but there are only four so we don't have to do the normal yeah just the normal four everybody check on us please fifth sad movie (laughs) it's gonna be great so last year we tried to do it in order of increasing sadness, but we realized that was kind of hard to predict because we ended up with one movie that wasn't even sad. Right. And another movie that we were like, this one is actually the least sad and we put it at the end. Right. So this year we're going to do it in chronological order. Yes. We have one movie from each decade pretty much. Yeah. 60, 70, 80, 90. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be tight. We'll yeah, just... through the ages, <laughs> sadness through the ages. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah, what a fun time for us. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely check on us. Maybe two weeks from now. Just hey guys, how you doing? How you holding up? We'll be fine. You know, we're tough. We made it through last year. Yeah, and uh, we can do it. We did. And you know what? I had a hard time, but I also had a good time. Yeah. I have good memories. This is the most cathartic month. It really was. <laughs> and we bonded. Yeah. <laughs> and cried a lot. Tell you what, there's nothing like crying with your best friend in a garage <laughs> to really just strengthen that friendship. We also introduced <laughs> one of my favorite things, which is the bell. <laughs> For any time yeah. that you cry. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The meat wedge bill. Anytime the meat wedge cries. Bucket snake doesn't cry ever. Well, I'm medicated They're now. Made of steel. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just sort of been in here like ding, 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 ding. You're like, it's just the credits. <laughs> like I know, but the music is beautiful. <laughs> it just got me, okay? <laughs> yeah. So if this is your first time listening to us, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Buckle in. Mm. Get your tissues ready. Yeah. And uh, I'm Bucket Snake. I'm Meat Wedge. And this is Replay Rewind. We're going to talk about a movie that we haven't seen since we were kids. We're going to try and remember what happened. Then we're going to go watch it. We're going to cry. And yeah. then we're going to come back and talk about it. Yeah, maybe cry some more. <laughs> Definitely cry on air. There's no uh, 
no guarantee that we will not do that. Oh, yeah. I think we all remember Land Before Time. Yeah. (laughs) Neither one of us could get through it. Makes me cry to listen to that episode. I know. (laughs) So it's me crying, talking about (laughs) this movie that made me cry. Not even watching it, just talking about it. And then I'm listening to myself. I'm like, man, that is sad. And then I cry. (laughs) 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 It's just layers. Layers. Hmm. Yeah, it's rough. But we're going to get through it together. Yeah. I (laughs) don't have a question because I'm afraid. (laughs) I mean, it's the obvious question. Uh, Yeah. Yep. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had to put a dog down? Uh, Actually, no. No, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I have lost. Yeah, you had a dog get hit by a car, right? Dogs, yeah. And nobody told you about it. No. No, you had a dog that ran away and nobody told yes. you about it. And then you had a different dog that got hit by a car. Yeah. When I was in middle school, our dog got hit by a car. Yeah. And it was really sad. He was yeah. a really good dog. Yeah. He was a border collie and his name was Junior. Oh. I know. And the, I just remember like being really sad and then missing school because it happened. Yeah. And my mom taking me in to tell like the front desk what happened. Yeah. And the lady being rude about it and just being like, oh, okay. Uh, oh is that what happened uh, as if i we just my mom and i conspired to make this up so yeah. i could skip school yeah either you made it up or she didn't think that was a valid reason to skip school yeah. and either way fuck you lady yeah unnecessary but yeah i had a dog run away yeah while i was in college and uh yeah nobody told me which i've talked about before and my brother actually hit one of our dogs yeah but i wasn't i didn't live at home still mm. I hadn't lived at home for a long time when that happened. So it was still sad, but you yeah. know, I wasn't there for it, at least. Yeah. But no, we've never had to, like, take one to the vet. Yeah. Thankfully. My parents, I think, were the kind of people... Because we had other dogs when I was littler. Mm-hmm. And they just went to other people before they got old. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think my parents were avoiding it. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, we got rid of a lot of dogs. Not a lot. I think only... One. We got rid of two when I was growing up. Yeah. One when she got a little older and then the other one because my youngest brother had just been born and that dog was kind of mean. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We had a dog that was really stupid and he wouldn't. I mean, he probably was trainable, but not. we did not have the capacity to train him. And so my mom took him back to the pound. And we also had two cats that my mom took to a farm to be barn cats because when we first got them and they were baby kittens one of them had like a bladder infection and so she just peed all over the house and then her brother was like well i'm gonna do that too yeah this is where we pee i guess by the time it got fixed they were just like we enjoy peeing all over the house actually (laughs) so she was like these cats you know can't live inside um so they went to live on a farm we did have to put a dog down i don't we don't have to talk about it. want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was very sad. It was incredibly sad. It was several years ago. Yeah. When we were roommates. Yeah, you remember. I remember. I'll I'll just tell the highlights. Okay. He was older. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not feeling well. Yeah. You knew. Yeah. And then your mom called you and was like, oh, he has to go now. Yep. And it was very sudden and sad. Yep. <clears throat> And that's it. That's all we have to say. That's all you need to know. Yeah. It's weird because, like, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, but 
because that was what I didn't. Yeah, like we were roommates, and I no longer lived at my parents' house, but he yeah. lived there still. And for like a long time after, I mean, basically until they moved out of that house, like not every time, but sometimes you would be there and you would just be like, "Oh yeah, Paco's here." Yeah, you could just you just kind of knew, like you could just feel him like under the table. Mm-hmm. Or and my mom, I mean, especially she was like, I would just be at my desk, and sometimes I would just put my hand out to pet him before I remembered that he wasn't there Aww. anymore. So that dog definitely just like that his presence was felt. My favorite story that you've told about him, though, is when he jumped on the table at Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Yes. It was so <laughs> funny. He just, like, we were all, we had, we were done eating, but the, like, food dishes were still there. You know, like, bowl of mashed potatoes and yeah. like, all that. And we were all just kind of, like, sitting around the table, and he was just standing <laughs> near the table. And then all of a sudden, in one motion... He was standing on the table. It wasn't like, you know, he didn't like put his front paws on and like hoist himself up. He just went boing. And he was just like standing there, managed to not put his feet in anything. And we all just, it was just silence while we were all, we were staring at the dog and he's looking at us. And then somebody finally was like, get off. And he was like, yeah, 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 absolutely. You're right. And he just like left, but it was so weird. I want, that makes me think that like, he was a little magical. Like, he yeah. was sitting by the table thinking about how cool it would be <laughs> to be able to, like, lick all the plates clean. And then he was like, oh, shit, I'm actually like, up here. Mm. <laughs> oh, I imagined too hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. He was. He was. He was the best dog. He's the smartest dog I ever met. So. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we talking about uh, the saddest shit that's ever happened? Well. It's March. It's March. And, uh, you know, kick things off, I believe, this one was, what, 68? Yeah, or I think thereabouts. so. Yeah. We're doing Old Yeller. <sighs> Yeehaw. Yep. I think I've seen this movie before. I have. Just one of the... I had a lot of, like, sing-along VHS tapes when oh, I was yeah. a kid. Are there songs in this compiled... movie? There's a song about him. Oh, God. It's just like... Old Yeller is just talking about Old Yeller, I think. Yeah, I mean, that sounds right. Um, is this a Disney movie, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. So, pretty sure there was a song about but I was like, I don't really know anything about this movie other than yeah. that. And... I think I remember the plot. Yeah. Loosely. He They get a dog, and then he is a good dog, and they do a lot of cool stuff together, and then he gets rabies, and they have to shoot him. Yeah, that's basically... I think he gets rabies from protecting the little boy, though. Yeah. Does he attack a bear? I can't remember. Sounds right. I feel like a bear is involved. Whether or not it's the bear that he's, like, that gives him rabies. Can bears get rabies? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. If so, is the bear voiced by Candy Candido? <laughs> because this is the time period. Yes. I don't for think him, it talks. No, but like the growling. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I saw that in. No, maybe that was. Was that Homer Bound? Uh, well, because there... I remember. No, it's Fox and the Hound. Yeah, because I remember watching that like uh compilation. Yeah, of him like growling and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's the bear in Fox and the Hound. Cause okay, I think these are just bears. <laughs> Stock <laughs> bear bears. noises. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. come from the bears. Yeah, because the one in Homer Bound was that like one bear that oh was, yeah like, famous and a bunch of stuff and yeah were, like, the famous bear yeah she's like yeah he and tony are really good friends and you mean it's like <laughs> you mean sir anthony hopkins yeah. and she's like yeah tony yeah that's tony. what i said my pal <laughs> yeah i don't he, he's a he's a yellow lab yeah and they have lots of adventures together and then he has to shoot him because he has rabies and he's like i'm gonna do it myself yeah and he's crying about it yep the end i don't know what the whole movie is though just 
dog get, boy shenanigans. Yeah, dog boy. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize until I watched an episode of Criminal Minds recently. Surprise. Yeah. Where this guy was like giving people rabies. Ugh. And then like locking them up and watching them die Ugh. from it. And I didn't realize how bad it was. Yeah. Because it's not something that like is very common anymore. Right. You know. Yeah. Ugh. What happens? I know you, you get like lockjaw, right? Is that part of it? I think I think that's tetanus. I don't remember, but oh, I just yeah, they yeah. were dehydrated mm. and very foamy at the mouth and wanted to eat everything. People oh. trying Whoa. to bite people. Yeah. yeah. Weird. It was really weird. It was gross. Yeah. But yeah, I could understand not wanting to get that. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. So it looked really painful. And there's nothing like once the animal has it. Once a person has it, there's not a cure. Yeah. Like after a certain point, after like 48 hours or something. Oh shit. Yeah. You can't do anything. Damn. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad all my animals have their rabies shots. Yeah, mine too. Our animals that will never die. Oh, yeah, our eternal animals. Live eternal. Yeah. I am not. I know that it's March Sadness and there's no reason to make it any more sad. But while we're here, let's just discuss well how on. I haven't had to put an animal down. Oh, yeah. But now I have animals that one day I will yeah. have to. <sighs> Unless you just give them away. I will not. I would never <laughs> do that. I know. Sometimes I think my brother was making fun of me recently because I was talking about how much I love my cat yeah. and how one day he won't be around. And he was like, you're getting pre-sad about the idea that you're going to one day not have this cat. And I was yeah. like, yeah, he's eight now, you know, like. I know, and Troll's 11. Yeah, he's not going to live forever. I know. I mean, one of my clients recently said that she had a cat who she had to put down, but he was 22. Yeah. And I was like, that's how long Troll will live, he told me. Yes. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> was telling me recently, it might have been one of our friends, that like cats are living longer because we're finding out more about like what how to live how to help them live longer. Yeah, that makes sense. So hopefully. Yeah. They live forever. They better. But even Troll at eleven, even when he's annoying me, I'm like, Oh, okay. I know. I know. Sometimes late at night when my cat is trying to sleep in my face, I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And then immediately I'm like, wait, come back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. Every night. <laughs> I'm just trying to lay down and read. You could lay over here. And he's like, no, I have to lay on your phone. And I'm yep. like, bad. Yeah. We could compromise, buddy. But I know. Yeah, I'm always like, Troll, I'm still just like, come back. Just lay next to me. I'm and sorry. he's like, I must be upon your scalp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, ah. <laughs> anyway, ah, are you ready to be sad? Yep. Yeah, I think we've stalled long enough. Let's go watch it. I think I'm going to watch it with my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounded sad. But I didn't see anything happen. I would probably still cry. Yeah. All right. Hopefully we'll be surprised by how not sad this movie actually is. Mm-hmm. Wish us luck. Bye. Bye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Well, that was a fucking old-ass movie. <laughs> That's... What? No. Yes. Try again. No, it was Half old... of the movies that we do are old. It's an old-ass movie. This is the oldest movie we've done. It came out in 1955. It's old as hell. Is it? The yeah. The oldest movie we've done? Yeah. What other movie have we done that's this old? That's fair. I mean, Lady and the Tramp was 57, but it's not yeah. quite this old. And it's set in the 1850s. So I know. It it's is... old as hell. All right. Listen, that that is my part of the podcast, okay? You don't get to tell me what to do. Yeah, I do. You just... No. And I edit it, so. <laughs> That's true. You have no power here. <laughs> no, but I have opinions, which is the point. All right, well, your opinion has been noted, and we're going on. Thank you. The IMDb says, a teenage boy grows to love a stray yellow dog while helping his mother and younger brother run their Texas homestead while their father is away on a cattle drive. First thought to be a good-for-nothing mutt, Old Yeller is soon beloved by all. And that's it. That's the end. Yeah. So replay, rewind. I mean, damn, that's the whole <laughs> Did movie. Did it make you cry? Like, uh, yeah. That is what happens. Here, Yeller, come back, Yeller. Best dog on dog in the West. Yeah, I've had that song stuck in my head since we watched this movie. I know. It's catchy. It's also the only song in the movie. Yep. It happens twice. They just change the words. There's the reprise at the well, end. And the soundtrack throughout is like, if it's a sad part, it's like, here, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> come back, yellow. Just like kind of in the back. I know. It's, they're like, <laughs> we wrote a song. It's a banger. Move on. We'll speed it up if something exciting's happening. Yeah. Slow you it down. Like, add a trumpet or whatever fuck like don't ask me like i am busy i <laughs> have other have shit to do in 1955? <laughs> yeah they were just in that <laughs> <laughs> hey man check out this new instrument <laughs> <laughs> damn shut up <laughs> wow i hate that <laughs> anyway yes old yep. yeller yes, all right so we open on two boys on a horse yep. well it's a mule yeah and he's a little gray face too yeah, it's cute. It's cute the older one is explaining to the younger perpetually barefoot child about yeah. capitalism arliss yep because yeah, travis is the older one yeah they've never seen money and arliss is the young one yeah travis has seen one dollar one time yeah it didn't count because it's confederate and arliss has never seen it mm-hmm. and so arliss is like why is our dad leaving and Travis is like, well, he's taking the cows. He's going to sell them for money so that we can buy things. If you have money, you can get just about anything in the world. And then, yeah, he's like, well, unless it's Confederate money. And Arliss is like, what does that mean? And Travis is like, don't you ever stop asking questions because <laughs> he has run out of answers and also patience. Yes. Arliss is my favorite character in this movie. 
All he does is yell and run through mud puddles and yeah. fill his pockets with critters. Cause problems. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's the best. He's so loud. And, like, I know it's not his fault because microphones <laughs> in 1955 were, yeah. like, as big as a Volkswagen and <laughs> you couldn't just hide them under your clothes so you had to just project like you were on stage. Right. But so it means that this, like, five-year-old child is just shouting at the top of his lungs. The whole movie. The whole movie. Yeah, The it's way great. that 1950s kids do in movies where he's just like, what do you mean it's got to go in town? What's the money? And just the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> What's the money? <laughs> and it gets on my nerves. I love it. But yes, oh their dad's leaving. He's going to be gone for three months, maybe even four. Yeah. And that's such a long time for a man to leave his family when they live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Especially because later they talk about how dangerous it is to be where they picked up their alive. house mm-hmm. yeah alive yeah i mean that's the whole movie it's pretty dangerous to be alive truly so dad uh-huh. who is called jim deer yep by his wife no cute takes the older boy travis with him and they like ride out a bit and he tells him you know you're the man of the farm while i'm gone so you've got to take care of all the stuff that i would normally take care of yeah you got to tend the corn so that we can have bread for winter mm-hmm. you got to do i don't know other shit take care of your mama yeah mark the hogs yeah mark the hogs Uh, yeah just watch the watch the farm there's a lot of things and travis is like yep i know i know everything i need to do i can do it yep you know it's a big job but i got it yeah and uh what i'd really like is a horse yep and his dad's like you need a dog Uh uh-huh and travis says i want a horse yeah that's nice i asked for a horse yeah kind of reminds me of the christmas that i asked my parents for roller skates and they bought me a bike Oh, and I was like, thank you. Not the same. <laughs> so he leaves. Yep. Bye, dad. Bye. See well, he, and his dad says, if you do a good job, I'll bring you a horse. Yeah. Yeah. Do a man's job. I'll bring you a man's horse. <laughs> it's cute. I don't want a man's horse. I want my own horse. <laughs> I, want my own horse. I don't know that guy. <laughs> He's going to want it back. So then we see Travis plowing the cornfields mm-hmm. with like, I don't know how. This is supposed to work on a man, but he's 15. Yeah. And I'm like, he's going to snap his neck. Yeah. He's got it up around under one armpit and then up around his neck and over the shoulder. And I'm like, if that donkey takes off. Which um, it's about to do. Which it's about to do. Like, your neck is right. Anyway, it looks dangerous. Mm-hmm. But so he's, you know, working this plow with his mule, whose name I can't remember. Jumper? Yeah, Jumper. Yeah. Is that... Is that the Third Eye Blind song? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you a step back from that ledge, my mule. That we plow. could. <laughs> oh, the plow. <laughs> yes. But no, here comes a rabbit. Uh huh. Runs between the mule's feet, and then chasing the rabbit comes a dog. A big dog. Which freaks out the mule. Uh huh. And the mule takes off. Yep. Through the farm and is. Just dragging Travis dragging along. Dragging Travis, I know. Which and I he's was like, like spinning around. <laughs> I know that they like sped up the footage a little bit to yeah. make it look worse. And I'm hoping they got like a stunt man who was just 15 year old boy size. But yeah. it looks like they just dragged a child through the dirt. And through a breaking through a fence post. Yeah, it looks really rough. Like, like he I was uncomfy. Yeah, gotten actually injured. Yeah. But he just gets up and dusts himself off. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. And then the mule takes off through the farm, dragging the plow, which is in shambles, and takes out an entire fence along the way. And the dog just chases it, too. Yep. And they all just run off. And the kid, like, throws a rock 
in the dog's direction and it basically is like if you ever come back i'll kill you yeah his <laughs> this kid's dad has just left and he has already broken the fence and the plow yeah so now he has like so much more work to do yeah. on top of all the things that he already had to do so now we're inside we see arliss come in for dinner and he's asking a million more questions he's just like who broke that fence outside <laughs> a dog <laughs> but his mom is just like listen you are filthy from the waist up yeah it's dinner time yeah go wash up he comes in and she's like where have you been and he's like oh chasing bears yeah or something and i'm like <laughs> you, your seven-year-old child <laughs> is head to toe covered in dirt and you don't know where he's been all day yeah like yay the 1850s he was just gone <laughs> Hope he comes home. Right? But yeah, she's like, okay, go wash up. Hey, what's in your pocket? Yeah, what's in his pocket? Well, there's a lizard. Yep. And there's also a frog. Yep. And then there's a snake. Yeah. Just like all just stuffed in his pocket. Reaches into his pockets and is like, what? <laughs> Pulls, Pulls out a snake. It's a garter snake, but still. Yeah. And his mom is like, don't pick up any more snakes. Right. Which Travis tries to be like, mom, that's you know that snake isn't harmful and she's like yes but your brother is too dumb to know the difference between a harmful one and a not harmful one and if he'll pick up one snake he'll pick them all up i'm certain that arliss did not make it to adulthood no he has no sense of self-preservation he does so many dumb things in this movie yep but so while arliss is going off and washing up their mom katie is like i wish you guys had a dog because a dog would keep you know arliss out of trouble and i'm like just just go get a damn dog they are not that hard to come by yeah dogs I mean, are born every day i don't know where you get one there's not a humane society in 1850 probably but yeah but there's also people with dogs and they're not you know fixing them yeah they're not so there's just sometimes there's just puppies running around and you can yeah. just go get one yeah just go wander around till you find one it's just they're they all just keep acting like it's such a difficult thing to find I'm like man <laughs> i really wish we had a dog i wish a dog would just show up well the next day <laughs> uh-huh travis comes in with firewood and his mom is thinking about her husband yeah, their father being all wistful yeah she's like i bet he's already had breakfast because he wanted to get an early start and blah 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 but she tells Travis that she's making his lunch, and if he wants some meat to go, Midland meat mm -hmm. to go with it, he needs to go cut it. So there's meat, like, drying out on their porch, I guess. And he goes to cut it, but it's just gone. Yep. And there's that big old yellow dog sleeping on the porch with a big old belly. Mm-hmm. Looking real comfy. I know. Reminds me of the way that Agnes just takes up most of the floor. Mm-hmm. Just like, what? Go around, I guess. <laughs> my house yeah yeah and travis tries to run him off but the dog's like ah, i'm good actually yeah <laughs> he just lays there. so i'm so full yeah so travis goes to smack him but arliss comes outside and is like whoa a dog he's wearing his pajamas which is just a nightgown we know which is cute on a little boy it is cute yeah but he's just yelling about it and hugging the dog and he's like don't you hit my dog immediately like attached and yeah. super protective of it and then travis tries to fight hit there's just like a they're, ruckus yeah, happening they're trying so to fight each other with big sticks basically mom comes out yeah and it's like what is happening and she's like oh neat i manifested a dog so <laughs> can you guys see this dog too <laughs> Wait, we're all seeing the dog right great right. great great okay, the great. dog's real okay um she's just like well this one's closest so let's adopt it and yeah. travis is like no this one sucks remember yes just yesterday all the destruction that he caused and now he just came and stole all of this meat like i'm not having this dog in my house yeah and katie's like um except for that you are the end except for here it is yep right and yeah she says something like you know you're not being fair you need to think about like 
yeah. your brother because your brother really wants this dog. And you yeah. got to have a dog when you were little and Arliss deserves that too. Yeah. She sends Travis out to go kill a deer. And then she's like, it's the timing is so. It is weird. It's all on top of each other because she's like, Ar- like you said, Arliss got to have a dog when he or you got to have a dog when you were a baby. Arliss should get to have one too. Yeah. You should go kill us a deer. And Travis, you think about what I said. Well, you just said it. You said it just <laughs> all at once. It's like it just happened. Yeah. But anyway, Travis is mad about it. Yeah. And then he goes out hunting. And by going out hunting, I mean, he takes a gun that's taller than he is and he just sits on a log. Yep. And looks out. Yep. Into <laughs> a field. Yep. Yeah. So he's sitting there just kind of looking around and uh, a, a mama deer and a baby deer come yeah. out and he's like oh you know because you don't shoot those right because that's rude mm-hmm. and then he <laughs> watches some squirrels fight over a mushroom yeah. which i do feel like this was so katie was telling travis you know like he's yeller stole food because he was hungry any creature would steal food if they're hungry right and so he's watching the squirrels fight over a mushroom and i think he's having a moment of like oh well you know if the dog is taken care of he probably won't steal anything because yeah. look at these it's just nature yep. does that it's also cute, too, to see, you know, he has all of these burdens and responsibilities, but he's still a kid that can get distracted by squirrels fighting over a mushroom. Yeah. And it's just, it t- he can be delighted by it. TV in the 1850s. Yeah. This is, <laughs> guess what I watched today? Two there's, squirrels fight over a mushroom. There's a real good program on today. <laughs> I gotta go watch my stories. <laughs> yeah. Just the mating habits of squirrels. Yes. Just put little ribbons on them so you can keep track of who's who. It's like that <laughs> meerkat show. What was that show? I forget. Meerkat Kingdom or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just accidentally starts the first, like, reality TV show. Oh, I was going to say, like, you know, system of, like, tagging animals. And, oh, like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Giving them little names. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's so distracted by this, as we w- just were, that he doesn't notice that a buck comes up. Until he does, he turns around and then he shoots it. Yeah. There's so much animal shooting in this movie. Uh-huh. And violence, animal fighting, animal shooting. It's true. The animal violence, you know, because the animal shooting is like, well, that's, I mean, how else were you going to do it? Right. But the animal violence, damn. It was a rough time to be alive. I know. This whole movie, I was just like, fuck this. Yeah. If I were born in the 1850s, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. The, and the people who like, I mean, it was already hard to live anywhere in the 1850s. And then people were like, what if I just moved out into a field in Texas? Yeah. Where everything sucks. Yeah, and everything's trying to kill you. Because, I don't know, my neighbor's too close to me? Or, like, I mean, I do think, not to get too historical in the chat, but (laughs) it was, there were different dangers, obviously. And being in a city without citywide plumbing, you also had such a high risk of just getting sick from being too close to people, because people are gross. It's true. So. It all was bad. Yeah, everything's bad. I'm very thankful to have been born recently yeah i know a hundred years from now somebody's gonna be like born in 1980s right Ah, fuck that gross (laughs) you had to live through the 90s well (laughs) you're missing out a (laughs) hundred years from now person (laughs) so anyway he brings home the deer he sees arliss and the dog playing in the water which he's like that's our drinking water get the dog out of it but arliss is probably dirtier than the dog anyway so i mean yeah and it's just like a outside water hole yeah it's not like it's a brita filter the well (laughs) it's a close it's an 1850s brita filter (laughs) but then travis gets mad and throws a rock at the dog which isn't fair no dog's just 
doing doing what he's told, which was to get in this water and splash around. Yeah, but Arliss is like, well, fuck you. I'm going to throw a rock back at you. And this kid throws like he's got an arm. MLB pitcher. Like he puts his whole body into he it. He does. Yeah. He's like the the kind of where you put your arm back so far, your ribs are sticking out. Yeah. Like he is chucking, chucking rocks. And Travis <laughs> is like, hey, knock it off. That's not fair. And goes running off. And <laughs> these two kids are just throwing giant rocks at each other. I like know. one of you is going to accidentally murder murder the other one. Right. So mom comes out and tells Arliss to go inside and does tell him, hey, you have to mind Travis. You know, he's the man around here. You got to start listening to him. And Arliss is like, hey, my papa. Katie's <laughs> like, well, mind him just the same. But then she also tells Travis, like, that means that you can't be starting rock fights with him. Okay. You have yeah. to be an adult now. Yeah. And Travis is. I didn't start it. Like, yeah. Well, actually, you did. So. All right. So Travis is hanging up some really gross, like, dried out meat. And he tells the dog not to touch it. But then he leaves some of it hanging really low. Yeah. To test him, I guess. Like, he wants to have an excuse to shoot him, basically. Yeah. Because he tells him, if I come out here tomorrow and any of this meat is missing, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. Which, like, damn, dude. And then, yeah, he hangs it, like, two feet off the ground. Like, right in front of his face. Yeah. And then we get a really long shot of, like, the dog, the meat, the dog, the meat, the mm-hmm. dog, the meat, the dog, the meat. The dog, the meat the dog. <laughs> but then it's the next morning and the uh, dog did not eat the meat. No. Travis goes outside to check it. Gun in hand. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to shoot this dog. And it's still there. Yep. And Travis is like, well, I'll be darned. <laughs> yeah. And the mom says, well, that's because he's a good dog. So then we see Mom and Travis cutting fence posts. Yeah, she's just out there like in her full dress. Full skirt. Yeah. yeah and the everything. The whole movie, she's wearing a maxi skirt. Yeah. And with like an apron on top of it. The like petticoats. Yeah, petticoats. I was like, Layers. you know, all the ruffles under there. Yeah. It's <laughs> insane. I'm like, this bitch needs some pants. I know. Get this bitch some pants. She's trying to do farm work because she's got you know she's a working lady anyway yeah so they're cutting fence posts arliss is trying to catch fish with his bare hands <laughs> with old yeller and they manage to do it yeah well, the dog manages to catch, yeah. catch one and then arliss immediately is like look at this fish that i caught and their mom is just like what a good job honey and he's like it's just like that rabbit i caught the other. he makes up a whole story i had to dive really far down and there was a cave and 800 fish fought me for yeah. it and whatever and she's just like neat yeah and then Travis gets mad because he's like, we both just watched the dog catch the fish and uh-huh. you're going to let Arliss tell all these lies. And she's like, he's a little kid. Yeah, let he's just him have an imagination. His imagination. It's fine. I remember yeah. having a conversation similar to this when I was a kid. Yeah. Not about using your imagination, but basically I am so much older than my siblings, my mm-hmm. little brothers, that I got to a certain age where they just got on my nerves all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom was like, they're little. Right. Like, you were like this. Yes. And, you know, when you're in that weird in-between, like, 13 to 15, where you're like, I'm not an adult yet, yeah, but I know better than this kid does, right. and so I'm, like, uppity about it. Right. <laughs> you have to, like, give the children grace. Yeah. Because they're children, just like you were. Exactly. How, how quickly we forget. Yep. But it's cute that this kid has such an active imagination, and he ain't ever even seen a TV or money. <laughs> Probably never even a book. Incredible. Never owned a shoe. <laughs> incredible never <laughs> whispered <laughs> no. no anyway so then they're taking their fence posts back to the house arliss is trying to catch a bear 
with his hands. He's like feeding, he's found a baby bear and he's feeding it cornbread and then makes it get closer and closer and then just grabs it by the back leg and yep. is just yanking it. Yep. And again, this child, no self-preservation. No, it's a bear. It, start, it turns around and starts like scratching at him and like biting at him. It is the same size as him, but it still yeah. has claws. Right. Still a bear and screaming. Yeah. And because it's screaming, here comes its mama. And right. it, it it goes after Arliss. Right. But before she can get to him, here comes Yeller. Yeah. Coming up and fights her and I sends know. the bear running back into the woods. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Which, Travis and Katie take a second to just watch Arliss mess with this baby bear. And I mean, Travis is like, hey, let it go. But they don't yeah. do anything. Hey, They're turn just it looking loose. at him. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's a bear. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. Right. It's and screaming. It's yelling then for its mom. The mom shows up and Travis like freaks out and they yeah. start running towards him. And I'm like, you should have been put your put this fucking kid on a leash. Like, right. He's going to get killed. True. Katie like picks up Arliss and runs into the house with him crying because she's just, you know, like he could have died. Yeah. And then Yeller comes in and they're all petting on him. And Travis is like, well, damn, maybe this is a good dog. That same night, Travis is lying awake in bed. And Travis and Arla share about. Mm-hmm. And Yeller, like, army crawls in. He, like, pushes the door open with his nose and just, like, wiggles in. And yeah. Travis, like, waves to him and is like, yeah, you can come sleep in the bed. Yeah. And so he sleeps between them. He's so cute. And before, like, without even waking up, Arla's just, like, pets him, which is sweet. It's what he deserves. It is. So, now Mom and Travis are out hoeing the garden <laughs> when a man named Bud Searcy. God. And I thought it was his daughter. Yeah, it's his daughter. But then something I read said his granddaughter, but I was like, maybe that was the book. Oh, yeah. His granddaughter in the book. But she's he's not old enough to be. No, that's his, yeah, daughter. Okay. So his daughter, Elizabeth, show up. Mm-hmm. This fucking guy. He's so annoying. He's And he's in so, so much annoying. of the movie. Yep. Yeah, he, he shows up and Katie is like, oh, he would show up right when it's about time to eat, of course. Right. And he comes up just to, like, check on her, basically, because he's the only man left behind while right. all the other men have gone on the cattle drive. Yep. He, he's like, I'm here to check on you and make sure you're okay. Travis, take my horse to the barn. Yeah, I'm here to see if there's anything that you need. Yeah, and then he just starts bossing other people around. Yep. He sends his daughter down to the creek to get new water because the water's been sitting out too long. Mm-hmm. And then he spits on the floor of the par- porch and he says... He he explains what I just said. You know, he was going to go to the cattle drive, but everybody asked him to stay behind to protect the ladies. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny that he says everybody came to him, like, individually. Right. So they probably didn't even talk about it. They were no. always like, hey, man, if you could just hang back. So that we don't have to deal with you. I mean, to uh, protect the women. Protect the women folk. Right. And he says, it's a good thing I'm here, too, because just the other day, a kid got himself treed by a bunch of javelinas, and I uh, didn't do anything, but I told no. his mom yeah. where he was. So. Yeah. That way she wouldn't be worried that she couldn't find him until the javelinas got bored and left him alone and he could yeah. get down. He yeah. did nothing. He just went, oh, your boy's up in a tree. Yep. Bye. But he also explains that there's a bigger problem. Than some kid that's about to get murdered. Uh-huh. Yeah. Someone's going around stealing eggs and meat and bread right out of the windows. Yeah. And Travis is like, well, it's probably a varmint. Uh Uh-huh. But Bud says, no, someone more clever than that. Far too clever to be a varmint. So Arliss tries to interrupt. Be like, mom, I'm hungry. It's dinner time. And Katie's like, Mm -mm." (laughs) do not remind this man. Sir, 
Arliss, Bud is talking, Mr. Searcy is talking, don't interrupt him. But uh-huh. really, she just doesn't want to feed him. But no. then Bud's like, no, what a smart kid. He knows when it's time to eat. I sure could go for some food myself. And she's like, okay, why don't you come in for some supper, Mr. Searcy? Yep. Or is this one dinner? I don't know. Supper is in the middle. Dinner is at night. Ugh. I'm not sure. Anyway, so he eats so much. They send Travis and Elizabeth to go get some corn for yeah. them to eat. Yeah. And I guess I jumped ahead a little bit. But anyway, while Travis and Elizabeth are down in the cornfield, Elizabeth is like, hey, it's your dog that has been stealing all of the shit. Yeah, but I won't say anything. Yeah, like I saw him do it. Yeah. But I won't say anything because my dog, Miss Pris, is pregnant. Yeah. And, you know, your dog might be the father of her babies, and I sure would hate to see him get shot for stealing. Mm-hmm. And Travis is like, you know, at first he's like, you're you're going to tell. And she's like, no, I, I promise I won't. So he gives her an arrowhead that he found. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, <gasps> just smitten immediately. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. That's all it took. Well, I mean, she probably has seen four boys her age her entire life. That's so, true. You know. And this is the first one to give her anything. And they all live or talk to her. 45 miles apart. <laughs> yeah. But back at the supper table, Bud has eaten so much corn, mm-hmm. and he's explaining how it's easier to mark hogs if you're, like, up in a tree yeah, rather than, like, down on the ground with them. Right. I don't know. But he eats a bunch of bacon, and then he's, like, wiping his hands on the tablecloth, and yeah. then he's like, all right, well, I better head home. I got lots to do before dinner. Yeah. So he showed up to be like, is there anything I can help you with? And then does nothing, eats a bunch of their food, and then is like, well, I have a lot to do around my own house, so we better get going. Yep. And then they leave, and he sucks so much. Yep, but he does leave, and Travis tells his mom that Lisbeth told him that it was Yeller that was stealing all that stuff. And she says, well, I guess we should maybe keep him pinned up at night. And he says, no, I have a better idea. I'm going to make him work so hard, he'll be too tired to sneak off. Mm-hmm. Which then we cut to him, like, trying to sneak off. We just see Yeller, like, in the cornfield. Yeah. And then he's, like, he's not, like, army crawling, but he's just kind of, like, creeping out. <laughs> yeah. And then you hear Travis be like, oh, no, you don't get back here. And he's like, Whoa, me? <laughs> so we see that Travis and the dog are laying, they, like, have a bed. Yeah. You know, stack of blankets out in the cornfield because they're trying to keep the raccoons out. Mm-hmm. From and they're stealing all the corn. Laying out there talking. Well... <laughs> Travis is doing all of the talking. They're talking to each other. Yeah. Talking about the stars and it's cute. And they fall asleep next to each other. And then we see a raccoon who then invites all of his bros yeah, the, to like a rager in the cornfield. Right. The raccoon sees that they're asleep and it's just like, yo. Hey, buddies. And yeah. then like so many more raccoons show up. I know. And they're all cute. They are. And they creep in. They start eating the corn. But then they start fighting each other. Yeah. And then that wakes up Travis and Yeller who run them off. And yep. Travis is like, hell yeah, good dog. So the next morning, Travis is awake and getting ready to do his chores. And his mom's like, are you tired? And Travis is yawning because he was up all night chasing raccoons. He's like, no, I'm great. Who, me? And she mentions that one of the cows is missing. She probably had her calf somewhere. Yeah. So Travis needs to go look for her. Yep. To bring the calf in. So he takes the dog and mom says, if she did have her calf, she'll be mean. So, yeah, be on your watch. Yeah. Yeah, they go wandering off. Yeah. Like, that cow could be anywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess there's probably places that are common for, like, places they feel safe. I don't know. And that are easier for them to get to. But they just kind of heads off in a direction. Yeah. Like, I'll go find this cow, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. 
But he does find her. Yeah. And so they go to look for her and we see that she did, in fact, have her calf. And it's very cute because baby cows are the best. Yeah. And Yeller immediately just starts bothering this cow. Which I'm like, yeah. leave her alone. But yeah. Travis goes to pick up the baby and the cow sees him and takes off running after him and, like, is trying to charge him. And he trips and the cow is, like, barreling down on him. But then Yeller comes and just takes her down, like, grabs her by an ear and yeah. just, like, Pulls her down on her side, her yeah. Into the dirt, like a couple of times before mm-hmm. she's like, "All right, damn, I quit. Yep. You win." Yep. The cow gives up, so Travis goes and gets the baby cow, and Yeller helps like herd the mama cow back home. Yeah, and then they get home, and then we see Travis trying to milk the cow, but she's acting up. She won't let him anywhere near her. She kicks the bucket over when he, you know, sets it down. You're already milked, and you don't know it. I'm like, wow, <laughs> threatening. Okay. Mom is like, maybe just leave her alone. But Travis is like, no, I have an idea. And he goes and gets Yeller and is like, make her stay. And this dog just has a stare down with the cow. And the cow is like, you right. And then just stops moving. <laughs> yeah, the cow's like, all right, don't fuck with me. <laughs> and then she gets milked and it's great. And you can see that Travis is getting hella attached to this dog. And I'm like, no, don't do it. It's yep. a bad idea. I know. We all know what's coming. So Bert Sanderson comes up the way, says hello to the house. <laughs> Which is cute. A cute way yeah. to greet and not scare someone. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that when I come over here. Everybody in this movie yeah. does it. Mm-hmm. Hello, the house. Which, like, my mom says that. Oh. And I don't know where she got it. I'll have to ask her. Has your mom been alive since the 1850s? Maybe so. <laughs> but yes, this man named Bert Sanderson, he's shown up and he says he's going to do something. Rustle up cows or something. Yeah, He's I going forget. to do a task. Yeah. And he's like, and I used to have a big yeller dog that I would take with me. He loved to eat eggs. Mm-hmm. And he was really good at that job. And I heard from Mr. Cersei that that dog is here. Yeah. So I've come to take him home. Yep. I know. Immediately after I had the thought of being like, Travis, don't get attached to the dog. This dude shows up and is like, hey, that's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my dog. And I was like, wow, sooner than I anticipated, actually. Yeah. And so, yeah, Katie's like, Travis, go get the dog. And Travis doesn't want to, but he does and then we see arliss just riding old yeller like a horse yeah and you know tells him bring the dog up to the house so everybody is standing in front of the house with this dog and the man is like yeah that's my dog and i mean we see you know yeah like runs up to him and Mm -hmm. is like really stoked to see him or whatever and but he does say you know you guys have a lot to do and i know that your husband is not here so if you want to keep him until your husband gets back to help you out with the work and to keep you guys safe I would happily loan him to you. Yeah. But Katie is like, you know, the longer this dog stays here, the more my boys are going to get attached to him. Yeah. So if you're going to take him, you need to take him now. May as well. Yep. And he's like, all right, that's fair. So that's what he does. He puts a leash around his neck or a rope around his neck. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take him home. And Arliss goes to his uh, go-to coping mechanism, which is to throw rocks at the uh, situation. Yep. Yeah. And his mom, like, you see it happening. And Katie does nothing. Yeah. She's just like, Arliss. Arliss, don't throw rocks at the man. No, yeah. <laughs> Throwing rocks at a man and his horse. Yeah. Which spooks the horse and the horse like throws Mr. Sanderson and Off. he's like, yeah. but he's like laughing about it. Yeah. At first he's, he looks mad and then he just kind of comes to like a, a giggle yeah. about it. Yeah. And he says, you know what? If somebody came to my house and tried to take my dog, I'd be pretty upset too. Yeah. So let me talk to Arliss. Yeah. So Bert is standing above him. Yeah. <laughs> a big man yeah and he looks down and asks arliss what's in his pocket <laughs> and it is a horned toad yep and he says listen i'll swap you old yeller for that 
Oh, horny toad. <laughs> that's what Arliss keeps saying. Uh-huh. But he says, I don't know if that's a fair trade. Do you think your mom would make me dinner? And so Arliss says, Mom, will you make him dinner? Yeah. Just does not get any closer to her. Just turns around and yells at her. Yeah. She's just like, sure. Yeah. So <laughs> they're going to trade one horn toad and one dinner for Old Yeller. It's so cute. Like. Yeah. What a good guy. I know. Especially after we just saw, you know, Bud Searcy being the worst. I know. And now we see this guy being, you know, just an understanding, cool guy. I like him. So they trade. He stays for dinner. He's uh, a lot more respectful. Although they're when they're sitting at dinner, they're all sitting so close together. And I'm sure it's because of where the camera had to be in the yeah. house. But they're all just like all squished on one end of the table. It's true, which is silly. And they're all staring at him. I know. And he's like... They could all just touch faces. They're so close together. <laughs> he's just kind of like, um... Yeah. Hi. Uh, hello. I think he does say something about like, they're all looking at him. And he's just kind of like, um, well... <laughs> well, time for me to go. Okay. So he leaves. He takes Travis with him outside while he gets his horse. Yeah. And tells Travis that there's been a rash of hydrophobia in yeah. the area. Hydrophobia. Which is, as we said, rabies. Rabies. Yeah. They actually don't ever say rabies once in this movie. No, I don't I think know. think is interesting. Yeah, if that's what it was called. Yeah. At maybe first. not. Yeah. He said he's already had to two... He's already had to shoot two wolves and a couple of other animals and just, you know, be out, be on the lookout for it. Yeah. And he asks, Travis is like, I don't know that I would recognize it if I saw it. So mm-hmm. Bert tells him all the signs. Yeah. You know, if you see an animal that like a coyote that would normally run away when it saw you mm-hmm. and doesn't, that's, you know, if they get like super bold or if they're staggering, or staggering around and foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Because he says, you know, if one bites you, it's too late for you. You gonna right. die. Yep, there's nothing you can do. And he asks Travis if this information scares him. And Travis is like, no. And then he immediately is like, well, yes, but I will take what you said to heart and I'll do it anyway. And yeah. Tra- you know, Bert's like, basically like, that's the mark of a real man. Mm-hmm. You know, that you're scared, but you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, that's how men talk. Yeah. And Which then, is nice. It is nice. It's just yeah. so like, I'm... It'll come up again, but I'm impressed by this 1950s movie and yeah. it's like display of non-toxic masculinity. Yeah, very healthy masculinity. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. And then before he leaves, he lets the horn toad out of his pocket and it runs away, which I was like, man, I know he didn't want it, but he really didn't even want it. He just let it go. Yeah. So that Arliss could keep that dog. Mm-hmm. But Arliss still feels like he, he yeah. made a fair trade, mm-hmm. which is it's just cute. He's a good guy. Yeah. So Travis and Yeller are out marking hogs, which means they are, I think, like scarring them in a way so yeah. that it they know that these hogs are theirs. Yeah, I think they're, he's cutting off parts of their ears. Yeah, so that, you know, if other people see the pig, they'll be like, oh, that pig belongs mm-hmm. to that farm. That's a coat's hog. Right. So they see some hog tracks, take off after them, and they find a bunch of pigs hanging out in the mud. And Yeller just rushes in headlong, mm-hmm. sends them all running, and then herds them into a dead end where Travis is up in a tree and he has a rope and he's like kind of lazy hog tying them sort of. Yeah. And like pulling them up out of the jumble of all of them and marking them. Yeah. But the way he's sitting in the tree is like, you're going to fall. It's so obvious that he's coming down. That tree, that branch does not look sturdy. No. And he's just sitting. Yeah, he's not. He has not secured himself. And in pigs are heavy. Any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah. Pigs like a pig that's not moving is heavy. Yeah. And a pig that doesn't want to be yanked up into a tree is 
gonna be heavy yeah i mean it's not a bad idea to do it this way it's just that like if he could have thrown the rope over the branch and he stood above Mm -hmm. and used the branch as like a pulley system yeah and then pulled it up that way yeah but he's sitting in the tree or even you know if he found like a fork so that he could secure his legs into the branch right yeah but he just yeah very much i mean you know the way that a kid would do it and it's just like oh mr Searcy said yeah i was as safe in this tree as i would be at home in my own bed so everything will be fine but it's not fine because he tries to yank up a big one and Mm -hmm. that one yanks him right out of the tree Mm -hmm. and the hogs all just like jump on him and attack him yeah i mean he lands in the middle of this like pit of pigs yeah yeah Yeah. until he finally calls for yeller Mm -hmm. yeller fights him off while travis gets away yeah and he gets away he ties up his wound because his legs bleeding really bad and he notices that all the pigs have stopped with their like frenzy Mm -hmm. and they start to leave but he doesn't see yeller yeah and travis calls for him but he doesn't come so he goes over to find him and he sees him lying in the dirt and he is just like torn up yeah just his whole side so he ties his shirt around him he's like all right you're gonna be okay mama will fix you up i'll put you in this little cave yeah to keep you safe so the pigs don't come back and get you yeah and i'll go get my mama yep so travis goes home and his mom you know cleans up his leg and is like all right well you got to get in bed until this heals and travis is like absolutely not i promised yeller that i would go back for him but she's like you can't go anywhere you know like you this is bad yeah but he's like no you don't understand so she says okay we'll all go mm-hmm. and so she puts travis up on jumper and has arliss come with her and yeah. they all go down to the place again still in her big skirt yeah they all go down to the place where he has left yeller and <laughs> they have to chase off some buzzards which i was like oh no i know but he's fine well he's not dead yeah and she again she's such a good mom she's like hey arliss you know she doesn't want this little boy to see this dog like this so yeah. she's like i saw a pretty green striped lizard when we were on the way here will you go catch him for me and arliss is like sure i will and runs off yeah so then they go to the cave and get yeller and she's like all right this is gonna have to be sewn up get me a hair from jumper's tail yeah and she starts sewing it up but they don't like pull him out of the cave at all no and I'm like you're sewing sutures in the dark lady like bring him into the sunlight yeah i did think it was cute that she just has a sewing needle tucked into her shirt mm-hmm. the way that you know any good frontier woman should absolutely sometimes you gotta do some stitches on the fly yep arliss comes back with the lizard and then they both tell arliss they're gonna play a game old yeller is really sick and they have to take care of him so they have made a sled basically yeah and they put yeller on it and then they put arliss on the back of it and tell him to hang on to yeller yeah because he's sicker than him they yeah. uh reference yeah native americans with some language mm-hmm. that we will not mm-hmm. be repeating no but <sighs> yeah they're pretending that they're both sick arliss is the least sick so he has to take care of the more sick yeah but also don't jostle him because he's very sick yeah so it's cute yeah and travis gets back up on the mule and he is having a hard time too yeah so back at the house we see katie making something that's supposed to help travis out of prickly pears i don't know yeah some poultice bud and lisbeth show back up Mm -hmm. and hello the house hello the house and they've brought a puppy with them and it looks just like old yeller but fluffier yeah and so clearly it's you know yeah one of his 
and bud you know elizabeth says i brought this for travis can i take it to him and yeah. she's like yeah he's go around that way and bud is like oh man what a good thing that i came when i did you're gonna need some help and i'm like she absolutely does not my dude she's got it handled yeah but so elizabeth takes this puppy to go see travis and she's like it's for you but travis is mad he's like this puppy sucks i don't want him i already have a dog yeah so give that puppy to arliss and elizabeth is just like so sad about yeah because she's like got a crush on him right and she thinks that he's gonna be really excited about this puppy yeah and he's not he's, he's a total dick about it not he's in a lot of pain but he is a total dick about it but he also yeah. doesn't understand because he doesn't know how to talk to girls and he oh, i don't think he yeah. picked up on the fact that she was like i wanted to give you this present right and he just dismisses her and is like give it to you know my little brother but arliss is hella stoked about it yeah yeah she runs away crying yeah yeah, Bud comes in and is like, damn, that's a bad cut, but at least it ain't the old hydrophobia. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on this tale about how all the animals have been dropping like flies and that even hogs can get it. Right. Which startles Travis and Katie because they didn't know. Yeah. And Bud is like, yeah, they can get it just as much as that big old yellow dog you got can get it. And Yeller like looks at him <laughs> like, me? Me? Me, big yellow dog? I feel fine. <laughs> Yeah, and goes on to tell a story about somebody who died. His I don't uncle. know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Katie pulls him out of the room and is like, can you not? Yeah. Well, because he says, my uncle got it and knew what was coming. And yeah. so he chained himself to a tree yeah. until the madness took him. And towards the end there, he was trying to stab everybody within range. And if he hadn't been chained to that tree, he would have killed a bunch of people. Yeah. And Katie's like, hey, shut up. Baby. Yeah. Just shut up about it. He's so annoying. I know. She, yeah, she, like, ushers him out the door and is, like, tells him off, which is, I was proud of her. Because, you know, yeah. she's trying to be super polite because mm. he's a man and she's, you know, yeah. not. And then she's like, you know, while you're here, why don't you do something fucking useful? And he's just like, oh, like, what? Why don't you say something? I could, whatever you need. And she's like, well, we've got all this corn that needs brought in before the deers all eat it so that we have, you know, corn. So we have bread for winter. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, absolutely, I can help with that. Elizabeth, why don't you stay here and help the Coates's? And then he fucking leaves. Katie tries to protest. She's like, she's just a little girl. Yeah, and he's like, don't worry. She's tougher than she looks. Yeah, she's uh, strong and capable, just like her pappy. Anyway, uh, bye-bye. And he fucking, he just leaves. He, like, leaves. He, just, he just went. He gets on his horse and goes home. Yeah. And then we never see him again. Oh, yeah. Like, she's just there for the rest of the movie. Like, he's just like, I got you a child. What the fuck? I know. It's insane. So Katie goes back in to check on Travis and... She feels his forehead and is like, oh, no, you're feeling cold. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, you know, don't let Mr. Cersei get to you. I saw all the hogs up really close. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they were upset with me, but they weren't like crazy. Don't worry. Fine. So sometime later, we see Travis and Yeller up and about. Travis is limping a little, but, you know, they look okay. Yeah. And Elizabeth has helped bring in all the corn. Mm -hmm. And they hear Rose the cow the one that had the baby earlier, yeah. making a bunch of noise. And Katie's like, she must be real sick. And Elizabeth is like, yeah. And earlier I saw she wouldn't let her calf like feed Nurse. from her. Yeah. And then they finally see her and she is just falling all over the place and slobbering at the mouth. And mom is like, oh no, you know, she must be awful sick. But Travis is like, nope, it's definitely the hydrophobia and we have to kill her right away. Yep. And he does do that. Yeah, he just goes and gets his gun. Just shoots the cow. Which, yep. I mean, yeah, you gotta do, but woof. Yep, and then the mom is like, we've gotta set her on fire, basically. Mm -hmm. 
so that the varmints don't eat her and then they get it and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Smart thinking. So Arliss is like, why'd you shoot that old cow? And Travis is like, well, because she's sick. And Arliss goes, you're sick. We didn't shoot you. Savage. Which is so funny. Yes. Travis is like, it's different. But Travis makes, yeah, Travis makes Arliss some milk and cornbread because he's hungry. Yeah. Which he's sharing with his puppy. Yeah. And they have a conversation about heaven. They're like, where did the cow go? Mm-hmm. And Travis is like, well, nowhere, I guess. It's just dead. Yeah. And Arliss says something cute, like, he didn't go to heaven? Yeah. There's no cows in heaven for the angels to milk? Right. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I know. Travis is like, I never thought about that before. Yeah. And then he asks if their dad is... As far away as heaven. Yeah. He's yeah. like, further, I imagine. Yeah. A fur piece. <laughs> it's just so... The whole conversation is cute, because Travis is finally being nice to his little brother. It is cute. It's a little stiff. Yeah. You know, because it's the 50s. Right. But the concept of the conversation is very cute. Mm-hmm. But while they're doing that, Katie just starts yelling. Yeah. She's like, Travis, get your gun, get your gun. Travis, get your gun. Travis, 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 get your gun. Travis. Uh-huh. Get the gun. Yes. And he does. <laughs> Thankfully. And he runs out to where they have built the fire where they were going to burn the cow. And they find Yeller fighting with a wolf. Yeah. Travis can't get a good shot because obviously they're wrestling back and forth. Right. But he finally does and he shoots the wolf. Yeah. Not Yeller. Yes. I did think that it was funny because I had never noticed until you pointed it out when we covered another movie, but like dogs fighting in movies, but their tails are still wagging. Yeah. So while I was watching it, I was like, oh, look, their tails are wagging. So I didn't feel as like (laughs) tense. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the wolf is a German shepherd Mm -hmm. that is painted to look like a wolf. Yeah. Because you could just fucking paint animals in the 50s. Yeah. I'm sure that's fine. And... (laughs) The both dogs have muzzles on and yeah. they were taught to like play fight each other. Yeah. So they're having the best time. Yeah, they're having a great and, time. Yeah, you can tell because their tails are just wagging the whole time, uh-huh. which is really cute. But the sounds are pretty nasty. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, it must be a I'm a fake animal. Yeah. Or something. Cause yeah, we see Yeller like laying down. Cause there's a second where you're like, oh shit, he shot Yeller. You know, you can't yeah. tell which animal got shot yeah because they're both just lying still yeah and the wolf is lying on top of him and it, mm. yeah the angle that this dog's neck is is rough but i maybe it was just like a fake a fake one i hope so it looks <laughs> dead. and i was like i don't think you can train a dog to be that limp yeah maybe you can maybe so what do i look like a dog don't answer that <laughs> but yeah that poor yeller is just like beat the fuck up his, I know, and, again i know and travis is like what happened and the mom says i don't know like the wolf just leapt at us from nowhere mm-hmm. and travis is like well thankfully a yeller there was there to protect you and her mom says yeah it's good news for us but it's bad news for yeller yeah. and travis is like i mean he's a little chewed up but he's fine like you can see his one little ear is all raggedy and bloody yeah. and katie puts it all together and is like a wolf would not have attacked us at a fire right it must have been mad yep and now we're gonna have to shoot yeller yeah because he's gonna turn yep and travis is like no it's not fair you can just throw him away like that he just saved your life and Mm -hmm. elizabeth's life and Mm -hmm. arliss's life and my life and we've we can't just do that we gotta let's give him some time yeah like let's just see right we have this corn crib over here that we can pen him up in yeah and make sure you know we can keep him away from us right she's like yeah okay that's fair yeah and so they do that yeah because i mean again i mean now even if you get bit 
yeah. but something that has rabies, you're going to get rabies. Right. And if you don't go get treated, you're going to die. Right. Like, that's just what happens. Yep. But then, you know, they didn't know how it was yeah. transmitted. You know, they didn't know if maybe he wouldn't get it. Yeah. Maybe there's a chance. Yeah. There's not. Right. <laughs> but it's fair. I mean, what he says is fair. You yeah. know, he saved all four of our lives at least once. Yeah. We have to at least, you know, yeah. give him the chance that he yeah. survives this. So they pen him up. And a couple weeks later, they go to visit him, and he seems fine. You know, he's happy, healthy, he's barking, wagging yeah. his tail. Eating his food, drinking his water. Exactly. And Travis is like, he looks great. We should let him out. But Katie is like, no, it's only been two weeks, and sometimes it takes a whole month before it takes hold. So, yeah, you know, that's our deadline. We're going to stick to it. It's going to be okay. Yep. And then a couple more weeks go by. Katie says, all right, this Saturday... As long as everything looks okay, Yeller will be out. Yeah, because Arliss is like, we can't keep that, you know, you're keeping my dog penned up and I don't want to keep him penned up any longer. But she's like, we've waited this long. We can wait a couple more days. Yep. Yeah, which Elizabeth is still there. She's just there. And so this means it's been almost a month that she's just been there. Yep. Which is just rude. Yeah. On a lot of levels. Yeah. Of like, here, you feed this child. Right. Like, yeah, she's helping, but also you have to feed her. Right. And that wasn't in the plan. And keep her safe. Yeah. You know, and I mean, Travis is doing a good job, but like gender aside, there is one adult who now has to look out for three children. Yeah, absolutely. In the middle of the wilderness. Yeah. So thanks a lot. Yep. Which I'm like, on the one hand, maybe Bud just forgot that she was there. I mean, because he's a terrible person. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, he must be missing her because now he has to tie his own shoes and put toothpaste on his own toothbrush. (laughs) That man doesn't brush his teeth. I know. (laughs) Nobody in this movie brushes their teeth. They sure don't. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. We I yeah. We weren't going to talk about it, but man, no. the teeth in this movie. Yeah. It's a, it's distracting. Yep. Especially the mom. Yeah. She just has she talks with her teeth out. Yeah. And they are old yeller. They're pretty yeller. Yeah, as fuck. Which yeah. I have said several times like I wish that people in movies didn't always have perfect teeth because it doesn't look real a lot of times. Like, it takes you out of the movie, especially yeah. if the setting is something like this. Uh-huh. But this is a lot. What you mean is crooked teeth. I yeah. think what you want to see is crooked teeth. Yeah, a little bit crooked is is great. It's mm-hmm. realistic. But also, you know, if a movie is set in the 1850s, they're not yeah. going to have perfect teeth. But she has very straight yeah. teeth. They're just golden. They're just very yellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. It's, yeah a lot well she probably smoked a lot oh yeah true because it was the 50s yeah anyway so travis goes out to feed yeller mm-hmm. and yeller is snarling and yeah. growling at him yeah. and travis is like what's the matter dude it's me you know i brought you some food aren't you gonna eat it and uh nope he's not he's just growling and snarling and yeah. travis is like well fuck yep well shit so he he goes back inside and Katie is like, how's Yeller doing? And mm-hmm. Travis, the terrible liar, yep. says, he's fine. Great. He's Never been better. Doing really well. He told me he would like some oatmeal for breakfast, please. <laughs> and also, if we could remember to tape Days of Our Lives, because he hasn't seen it for a month, so just keep doing that. Anyway, I'm going to bed now at two in the afternoon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie's like, okay, yeah, I see right through that. Yeah, and Arliss 
is like, well, I'm going to go let him out. Yep. And Travis says, you stay away from that dog. He grabs him by the shoulders and shakes him. Yeah. So Katie's like, uh-huh, the pieces yes. coming together. They are fitting together. All two of them. <laughs> the two pieces. Two-piece puzzle that I have to put together. But so mom tells Arliss to go to bed and he's like, fine. But he goes out the back door and goes towards the corn crib. Yeah. And then she goes in to talk to Travis and she's, you know, like, what's up? buddy how's it going you know and he's just like kind of standoffish and sad but while that's happening arliss is talking to yeller and he's like i'm gonna open this door i'm gonna get you out of there completely ignoring the fact that the snarling yeller's like yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like i hear you dude i'd be mad too yeah arliss is like hey buddy yeah I'm going to let you out of here. So he can't reach it because the latch is at the top of the door. So he just starts climbing the door. Which yeah. Which is good luck that he didn't get his toes bit off. Yeah. He's a mess. Mom's like, hey, Travis, where's Arliss? And Travis is like, do I fucking look like Am I, I my give a shit? brother's keeper right now? I'm depressed. I'm going to have to shoot my dog. Yeah. But they both are kind of like, uh-oh. Yeah. So they go running out. Mom sees what Arliss is doing. He gets the door open. Yeah. And then at the very last second, Katie, she slams, slams it. it shut. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just getting, I mean, Yeller is throwing himself at the door, slobbering, foaming at the mouth, snarling, biting. Yeah. It's pretty nasty. Yeah. So Katie goes and gets the gun and Travis says, no. And Katie says, he's, he's suffering. Yeah. You we, know, we have to put him out of his misery. It's yeah. For him there's too. no coming back from this. Yeah. And Travis says, I know, but let me do it. He was my dog. Yeah. And it takes him a minute because, you know, he, he cries. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. But then he does it. Yeah. And we don't see anything, thankfully. It's just like a cutaway and a gunshot. Yeah. Yep. And the snarling stops. Yep. That's so sad. It is sad. Um, I said earlier before we started recording, though, it's just such, it's hard for me to, like, relate and put myself in that position. Yeah. Like, I am, it, it did make me very sad because you don't want anything bad to ever happen to a dog. Right. I, even a dog I don't know. Right. At all. Even if they had built no relationship with this dog. Yeah. I would be like, wow, I'm fucking sad. Yeah. This could be 30 seconds long. We yeah. We could just see him be like, well, I gotta shoot this dog. And I'd be like, no. Yeah. But. But it it was, it didn't make me as upset as I think. Right. Um, It did, like, when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? Just because I'm like, this. this I'm so caught up in how much of a different world this is yeah. that they live in. Yeah. That this would just never like even occur. Like, yeah, yeah. my dogs have all of their rabies shots. Right. They're all caught up. And if they got bit by anything, I would immediately take them to the vet. Yeah. You know, not just like, well, put okay. them in this box. See what happens. Yeah. Schrodinger's dog. <laughs> Schrodinger's <laughs> hydrophobia. <laughs> That's my new band name. <laughs> Whenever somebody's like, oh, what's your band called? No, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's it's too hard to spell. I don't want to explain. So. Anyway, here comes dad. He's home. It's been probably four months now. Yeah. And uh, he's brought a horse. Yep. He too says, hello, the house. Yeah. Which is adorable. It is. And uh, they are so excited to see him. Which, yeah. Of course. There's, this family dynamic is just cute as hell. It is. You yeah. Know, the mom is, like we said. She does a good job of being like, Arliss is a little kid. Let him be a little kid. Yes. And she's strong, but tough and understanding. And they all just love each other so much. They do. It makes me so happy. Yeah. And you can tell that 
Jim appreciates everything that Katie does. Mm-hmm. You know, he isn't just like, yeah, you you do this because you're the woman and this is your house. He's yeah. like genuinely appreciative and you can tell they love each other, which is sweet. Yeah. So we see Arliss and the puppy come running and then Katie comes running and Jim says, look, I bought this. First off, I brought this huge sack of money, yeah. which is tight. And I got you this dress that I was looking at and some shoes. And he hands her the dress and he says, I've been aching to see it on you, which is just cute that he missed her. I just love when a man is like, hey, I missed you. Yeah. You know, that makes me really happy. And it's funny because she opens it like outside. Yeah. Just in the dirt. Yeah. I'm like, look at your nice store-bought dress. I know. <laughs> You're just opening it in the dirt. Katie. But it is cute too because he's like, he wants to see her in it. But it's not because it's like, ooh, it's going to be sexy because yeah. it's like got a high collar and long sleeves. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> everything else. Covered up. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, it's just sweet because he's like, you're going to look so pretty. Yeah. And I've been thinking about you this whole time. Yeah. That I was gone. And then what does he give to Arla? Oh my God. Meat Wedge. <sighs> He gives Arliss this, like, giant feather headdress. Uh-huh. And also, I think, a hatchet. Yes. A tomahawk. A tomahawk. Yes, thank you. And uh, it's as tall as Arliss is. And he's just like, neat! And he puts it on and he goes off into the woods, yelling, probably to go fight a bear. <sighs> yeah, it is not great. It's not. On a lot of levels. But it also made me think, this feels also unsafe in a on another level of like what if someone else just sees yeah. him from far away and thinks that it's a threat uh-huh. and just kills this child yeah i mean at least he's three feet tall so hopefully they'll be like well i mean i don't know people are shitty <laughs> it's true. maybe he's just laying down yeah I better shoot him right to be safe i don't know i know it's well i mean the, their closest neighbor doesn't live very far so or lives very far away yeah so at least there's nobody out there to see him Better not be. Anyway, so Jim says, where's Travis? I brought him a horse. But she says he and Elizabeth are burying old Yeller. Yeah. And Jim's like, who? (laughs) Jim's like, I'm sorry. One, I have many questions. Who is old Yeller? Also, did you have an eight-year-old girl while I was gone? (laughs) Like, who the fuck is that? I guess she's like 13. But like, would we just have another child? And she's like, I guess, because Bud's here. She is never coming back. Yeah. Maybe he died. Hopefully. Yeah, but she says, come on in and I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. And then we see up where Elizabeth and Travis are together. Elizabeth says, you know, the puppy is part old yeller. Maybe you could just like come to love him. Mm -hmm. Travis says, yeah, but it's not the same thing. Yeah. They have a little conversation about it. And so she's still bummed and he's still bummed and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Jim goes to talk to Travis and says, your mom told me about what happened with the dog. Mm -hmm. And I'm very proud of you you did a really good job and i know that it wasn't easy but you handled it the way that a man should handle it yeah and now you just gotta forget about it yeah (laughs) which at first i was like damn okay i know and travis too is like forget like literally how am i supposed to forget about it yeah but jim like kind of walks it back and he's like well i don't know that i necessarily mean forget because i don't think that you can forget it and you probably don't want to and that's fair yeah but what i mean is just you can't constantly be thinking about the bad things that happen to you in your life because if you do, you will miss the good things that are happening in that moment. If you're too busy being sad. Yeah, if you're going to feel bad all the time, mm-hmm. then you'll just miss the good shit. Yeah. And he says, you know, I think the easiest thing to do is to find something good that's happening to you right now and try and focus on that and that'll make the bad things easier. 
Yeah, learn and, to appreciate the things that you have. Yeah, Travis is like, well, that's fair. And he also says, I brought you that horse, but I imagine you're, you know, too sad to even think about it right now. Yeah. So we'll just uh, put that away for now. Yeah. And they head back to the house. And then we see the pup being a little rascal. And Katie looks very pretty in her nice new dress. Yeah. Yeah, the pup is like, has gotten some meat. Yes. Yeah, just like his father. <laughs> you're just like your father. And Travis... <laughs> Travis says, well, I guess I better start teaching this dog how to be a good dog. Yep. And Jim is like, I think he's too small for that. Yeah. And Travis is like, nah, he's just like his dad. It's fine. Yeah. He says if he's old enough to act like old Yeller, he's old enough to be trained like old Yeller. Yep. And then I'm like, so you're taking Arliss's other dog away. They keep being like, this dog is for Arliss. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's for Travis. It's for Travis now. Mm -hmm. And then we get the end credits and they've, like I said, re reprised the song and it's like young yeller come back yeller Yeller. so they name him young yeller and he's that's such a stupid name it is a stupid name young yeller yes lil yeller oh lil yella yeller is a stupid name too it is it's all dumb stupid it's not all dumb it's dumb but the names are bad name it bud searcy (laughs) (laughs) It it cracks me up that they just don't even mention they're like I guess she just lives here now. I guess. Where does she sleep? I don't know. <laughs> but that's the end. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's the whole movie. Yeah. Is it a replay or a rewind? I mean, I probably won't watch it again. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. But not because I'm mad at it. Nope. I just don't really feel a need to. Yep. That's fine. Yeah. It's anything that is set in like the Wild West makes me want to take a shower. Yeah. Everyone is dusty all the time. Yeah. And they just did. They just live that way mm-hmm. because it's all they got. And I'm like, I want to go take a hot shower for the next two hours because I can. Yeah. Look at me covered in soap. Yeah. Maybe I'll change my clothes five times. Just for fun. Just just. I'm going to do some laundry. Just because I can. Did it make you cry? No. What? I know. It didn't. Oh, oh, what is wrong with you? I mean, I knew it was coming. And like I said, it's just, I was so distracted by. But how can you watch this little boy cry? He He's not a very good actor. I. You are so mean (laughs) well i cried a lot good i just i can't watch other people cry yeah it just gets me and it's you know this he had to shoot his dog i know it's sad it is sad like i was more sad for the boy than for the dog yeah the dog had a good nice long fun life but then this poor kid had to also be him i i feel like yeller's story kind of reinforces the tramps idea on life Oh, of because Yeller was attaching fine. yourself to a family. Yeah, he was fine. We'll get you got just running around, stealing food from people, having a great life, and then he lived with this family for what three months, and now he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> he would have gotten bitten by something. I know he was uh, a with mess. the hydrophobia. Yeah, eventually, but still, at least this way he went out quick. Yeah. Well, can't wait for old what's his name Bert stevenson sanderson Sanderson, to come back and be like how's my dog yeah (laughs) well um would you like to see this puppy (laughs) so it came out december 25th 1957 so merry christmas oh yeah merry christmas watch a dog die to your feelings i thought it was 1955 lady and the tramp came out in 1955 oh so actually that is the oldest movie that we have done well i take back everything i said (laughs) ever <laughs> Which I remember now when I was researching because they used the sounds of like 
Old Yeller snarling and growling yeah. are also used in both of the dog fight scenes in Lady and the Tramp. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But it must have been the other way around. It yeah. must have been like, we used the Lady and the Tramp dog fight scenes. Right. But it's just the way it was phrased. I was like, but wh- which came first? The chicken or the egg? Yeah. Uh, the budget is question marks because they didn't pay attention to <laughs> shit like that <laughs> back in the day, I guess. They were just money. <laughs> like, who knows? <laughs> And then also Wikipedia has the box office listed as $6,250,000, yeah. but it just says in U.S. and Canada rentals. Oh. But it had to have had a theater release, so maybe, or maybe it didn't. Maybe yeah. it just got released. But home video didn't exist in the 50s. Right. So it just... They just put, they made the movie and then they were like, just sit on it until we find some way to give it to people. Like, I really don't know. There had to be uh, a theatrical release. Or if they just weren't paying attention. So it was very interesting. Yeah. But Hmm. whatever. It has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which seems high. Yeah. Like, it is a good, like, boy and his dog tale. Yeah. And it's well done. And like I said, I, I like the family dynamic and the non-toxic masculinity but a hundred percent yeah i mean it's it's good yeah. for sure I, I mean i don't know besides the racism <laughs> yeah how the story could be improved yeah i mean if you're looking at it purely as like a movie made in 1957 mm-hmm. the best possible that it could be made i do think i mean if that's the metric then yeah, yeah. it's a hundred percent it couldn't be yeah. made any better with yeah. those parameters. That's true. Yeah. But like, I don't know. That just yeah. seems high. Yeah. Because it's like, it's good. It's yeah. fine. But like, what would you take points off for? That's fair. I don't know. Yeah. Because I don't think that the story needed any improving. No. There are things that the characters do that you're like, okay, Mr. Searcy, whatever. But yeah. he's a good character. Yeah. You know, I like that he's there. Yeah. You got to have somebody to dislike. Yeah. You write, well, our... Our boy Bosley is back. <laughs> He's the Roger Ebert of the 1950s, oh, I guess. yes. Good to know. Bosley Crowther of the New York Times. I realized as I was writing this down that I've, I've been doing him an injustice because if you imagine the way he talks as like, oh, this film's a nice little family picture from yeah. the fifth. It sounds way better. Yeah, absolutely. He said it was a lean and sensible screen transcription of Fred Gibson's children's book. And further described it as a warm, appealing, little rustic tale that unfolds in lovely color photography. Sentimental, yes, but also sturdy as a hickory stick. Okay. Time Magazine said that the action, in short, is exciting for everybody, but all too often the dialogue is only for the very young. Which I don't know that that's... I didn't feel like I was being talked down to or that it had been dumbed down in any way. No, I don't think so either. However, they said the film was for the kids... That adults will stay to enjoy themselves. Mm. Old Yeller propounds a major tenet of Disney philosophy. A dog should be a dog and a boy should act like a man. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) Sure. Harrison's reports wrote, The film is fine entertainment for all, even though it has a special appeal for the children. Why? This isn't a particularly kids movie. No, I don't think so. It's for these tough 1950s kids that were all smoking cigarettes. I guess. By the age of six. Yeah. Maybe adults were more adult back then. <laughs> we Who don't knows? have time for jokes. I guess. But yeah, no, I agree. It's not like... Frogs in pockets, that's for children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny to adults. 
All the adults are just sitting stone-faced in the audience. I've never once laughed at a pocket frog. <laughs> John L. Scott of the LA Times said, praised the two child actors for their naturalness and ability, as well as Spike the dog. Aww. Saying that he may well be the next movie star dog. Aww. He said, the production is not a great one, but it will bring families back to the theater. So I, I guess it was in the theater. Okay. They just were like, we're not paying attention to how much money it makes. We don't care. Yeah, maybe the metric was just different then. I guess. Maybe they didn't start tracking it. Yeah, I don't know. You I mean, would think they would. We've got the numbers for Lady and the Tramp. That's I think true. That th this movie in particular, they were just like, who knows? <laughs> we, we lost the books. Whatever. I do like that he praised the child actors when Arliss just yelled the whole time. Yeah. For their naturalness. <laughs> Yeah. And screaming. <laughs> he has a kid just like him at home. He's like, my son also has pockets full of snakes. The natural, the realism. <laughs> so Tommy Kirk, who played Travis, mm. was also in the original Absent-Minded Professor. Oh, true. And is in the Swiss Family Robinson, where true. he and Kevin Corcoran, who plays Arliss, play oh. brothers again. Oh. And Dorothy McGuire plays their mom again. Oh. She was the mom in this movie. And she. so they were just like, well, you guys worked great as a family. Just <laughs> And we'll put you in this movie. Yeah, seems believable. Old Yeller is played by a dog named Spike. Cute. Who has 11 acting credits to his name. He's in Lassie. Obviously not as Lassie, but he's not that good of an actor. <laughs> they painted him to look like Lassie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just added some fur to him. Just covered him in wigs. Wig on him, yeah. <laughs> but he's a Mastador. So he's an English Mastiff. Yellow Lab mix. He weighed oh. 170 pounds. Yeah, which he, like hell yeah, that's you can a dog. Tell he's really big. Yeah, yeah. He was rescued as a puppy from a shelter in Van Nuys, and he belonged to animal trainer Frank Weatherwax, All and right. then also had puppies. One of which was named Junior, who also went on to star in movies, including The Island of the Blue Dolphins. Cute. I had a dog named Junior when I was a kid. Oh, that we talked about at the top. The one that guy had by a car. His name was Junior. Yeah, you did mention that. Yeah. So it was based on a 1956 novel by Fred Gibson. And the biggest differences are in the book, Yeller goes through a lot more before Travis is like, okay, maybe this dog is cool. Like he protects Arliss from the bear and he fights off the hogs and he fights off a not rabid wolf before oh. Travis is like, all right, he can stay. I'm like, damn, dude, what's this dog got to do? Well, clearly the three trials, I guess. <laughs> And then he fights a different wolf that gives him rabies. And the yeah. other huge difference is that as soon as he gets bitten by the rabid wolf, Travis shoots him. Because mm. he's like, I don't want him to hang around and possibly get infected and possibly. So he's still sad about it, but yeah. he realizes like. Protecting the family is more important. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's interesting that the book came out in 56 and the movie was made in 57 that's true they just turned around and made this movie yeah because i feel like a lot of times we're like yes the idea for this movie showed up yeah. 45 <laughs> years before the movie was made yeah lady and the tramp took almost 20 years yeah so i like that this one was just like and yeah movie sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let's the do turn it. around got a dog right here maybe two years at the <laughs> most if the novel came out in early 56 yeah. and the movie came out in december of 57 right. but like yeah they were just like fuck it I got a dog right here. <laughs> I got a fucking dog. <laughs> He's got an IMDb page. So anybody, let's just uh, do it. anybody know any kids? <laughs> wow, that one's yelling. Perfect. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> and then the last thing is in the book, they describe Old Yeller and in the movie as a black mouth cur. Yeah, which is also known as a blue lacy, which is the state dog of Texas. Oh, and he was inspired by a real life dog named Rattler. Well, that's from cute. Mason. 
Yeah. Yeah, because they, they're in Texas in mm-hmm. the movie. They're in and, a fake town called Salt Licks. Yeah. But. And, uh, yeah, when Elizabeth gives Travis the puppy, mm-hmm. she's like, you can hold him this way and he doesn't cry. So that means he's a good dog. And he's yeah. like, "It's he's only a good dog if his mouth is black. Yep. So I guess, yeah. Butthead. That's a reference to the book. Exactly. But I just think it's cute that Texas has a state dog. I don't think our state has a state dog. Well, if we don't, let's get one. No, I think we do, actually. Yeah. Because I remember learning about it in school because, if I'm remembering this right, Mm -hmm. we learned about how a bill was written because of the story of, like, two kids wanting the state dog to be a beagle. Oh. I'm going to look that up. Okay. When we're done. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell the audience. Nope. Everybody (laughs) look up what your state dog is. And then tell us about it. Yeah. Unless you live in the same state that we do and then don't tell us about it. No, because... tell us. I don't I wanna hear. <laughs> we already know. Um, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. So the end. The end. Are you sad? No. I mean it was sad. Yeah. To watch. Yeah. But I'm fine. It wasn't soul crushingly sad. But I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> we sure will. Anyway, that's it. That's all. Thank you for listening and sticking with us. I do understand how this could be like really sad to a child. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember crying a lot when I watched it as a kid. Yeah. Especially imagining, I don't know, being a kid and having to be the one to shoot your own dog. Yeah. is super upsetting. That would be intense. I don't know. I did not really have a dog growing up. Yeah, we did. We had a dog until I was five, but he was, I mean, he was eight when I was born. Oh, yeah. And then he was 13, and then we moved across the country, and he was just like, I don't want to (laughs) go. That's fair. So he did not. Yeah. (laughs) He just died. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. Yeah. And then we didn't really have one until Paco, which I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. It's upsetting anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry. That was all kind of... (laughs) I should have said that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm all over the place. My emotions. My emotions. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you want to talk to us, you can find us on the internet. We are on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast. We are on Tumblr, Replay Rewind Podcast. We're on Twitter, Replay Rewind Pod. And you can email us at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. You can find our other episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Like I just mentioned, if you go to our Instagram, there's a link in our bio. It'll show you where you can listen to us, where you can buy our stuff, how you can get more content on Patreon, which you can do that by yourself. Go to patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. You don't even need another link. You can just type that right in, right into your search bar. Just do it. Replay rewind podcast on Patreon. Get some bonus content. Yeah. We'll shout your name out on the show. We'll mail you a sticker. You get all kinds of cool extra shit. If you just want like that one movie that we talked about that one time, you can go to copy Anaconda. and buy it for $5. Yeah, Anaconda. We know that all you want to listen to is Anaconda, Anaconda. And you know what? That's fine. All right. So keeping this sad trade going, what are we talking about next week? Hoping to escape destruction by human developers and save their community, a colony of rabbits led by Hazel and Fiverr seek out a safe place to set up a new warren. Wow, what could that be about? Who knows, but I'm sure that it is happy and fluffy and not at all sad for one second. Never in March? No way. Mm -mm, Nope. In the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, re-up your dog's vaccines. And, uh, 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com <laughs> 